What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. Yeah. Close the match because they were handed down to me. But I'm still fly. I'm still fly. I know. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd. And we have another excursion into the DC animated universe with Justice Society World War II. It gives us another look at how a superhero movie should be done. I mean, I don't care about all the live action movies when I get gems like this from Warner Brothers Animation. Now, anybody that watches the channel knows that I'm very critical of Warner Brothers as a whole, but this, this is why I keep giving them a chance. I mean, the plot synopsis is this. Justice Society World War II finds a modern day Barry Allen prior to the formation of the Justice League. Very important point here. And he's discovering he could run faster than he ever imagined. And that milestone results in his first encounter with the Speed Force. Now, the Flash is promptly launched into the midst of a raging battle, primarily between Nazis and a team of Golden Age DC superheroes known as the Justice Society of America. I mean, this is a team with Golden Age versions led by Wonder Woman, including Our Man, Black Canary, Hawkman, Steve Trevor, the Golden Age Flash, James J. Garrick. I was getting ready to say James Garrick. What the hell was I thinking? But anyway, the Flash quickly volunteers to assist his fellow heroes in tipping the scales of war in their favor, while this team tries to figure out how to send him home. But as always, when you've got stories this deep, it's not easy as complications and emotions run deep in this time-skipping World War II thriller. Now, I got an issue with the plot synopsis, and it purposely misleads you. So here goes the deal. If you haven't watched Justice Society World War II, what I'm going to need for you to do is pause this podcast, pause this video, walk away, watch it, then come back because I'm getting ready to drop some spoilers on you. That's just what I do. But we're also going to give you a little bit of, you know, why I say the things I say. Now, you got to think about it like this. The main villain in this is not just the Nazis in particular, but the plot twist is they use a character who is relatively minor in DC animated or live action lore over the years. But he was a major player in the comic books back in the days of the JSA and during the crisis events of the 1980s. This is the Psycho Pirate. Now, here's the deal. It's not the traditional version that we've seen during Crisis on Infinite Earths and the more recent um, DC comics, you know, the guy with the Medusa mask, you know, and all that stuff. But this one has the mental manipulation power 
where it, it just gets real funky, man. It gets real funky. But this character is referred to in the credits as the advisor. And I was able to figure out that he was the psycho pirate because of the official press release information calling him by his alter ego, Charles Halstead, which was the original Golden Age version of the Psycho Pirate. And then they had real cool clues in it. He said, I was once a pirate roaming the seas. You know, it's like, come on, man. That, that, that's, that's, that's attention to detail that, you know, a lot of stories, you don't get that. You really don't get that. But this one, it, it, it mixes the original, the current version to basically balance out the story, especially when you're dealing with superpowered individuals. Now, the story itself is not overly complicated. I mean, the baseline goal, it does a couple of things. It establishes a new starting point for future Justice League animated features if they decide to go the same route they did with that last series, which ended with, you know, Justice League Apocalypse War. But we're going to leave that there. You know, it started off with Flashpoint. It ended with the Flash running to change the timeline. And now we got a new beginning with the Flash learning about the speed force and running through time and alternate. This is, I mean, you can't make this stuff up on how detailed Warner Brothers animation takes care of these characters. Now, this animated movie, it has a lot going for it. It actually shows the perfect balance for a warrior and caring Wonder Woman. Um, it also allows for a depiction of the Flash, meaning Barry Allen, to grow and mature in a short time frame without making it feel like we missed the point somewhere along the line. It's not overly comedic. It's not overly serious. Okay. The main purpose of this whole feature was to show Barry Allen the benefit of heroes joining together to take on bigger threats than any one hero can handle. As corny as that sounds, you know, this story tells it so well. I mean, we've got, you know, a mind-controlled, spoiler alert, Aquaman throwing down with Wonder Woman. I mean, that's just always something good to see. You've got Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman with the romance thing. Yeah, you know, they tried it in the live-action Wonder Woman 84, and it, it led itself to be a little creepy. But the balance that they did it right here in the animated film made it perfect. Oh, my gosh. And the growth and maturity of Barry Allen teaching tricks to their version of The Flash, Jay Garrick, and vice versa. Now, a lot of us comic book heads, we're not going to be used to this because we know that you know, they, they, they've adjusted things so much. So, you know, from alternate earths to, oh, it's different time frames and things like that. So it's really hard for me to sit here and put the comic book eye to it. But I can say that this in the multiverse theme of things is excellent. It is so excellent. And that plot twist I was telling you, it's not a time spanning adventure. It's an alternate earth spanning adventure that's the big spoiler i don't care what to say you know i mean you know they make they lead you to believe he ran back in time but you know when you've got an alternate um 
what's the best way for me to say when you've got an alternate world and you've got alternate versions of Superman in this. Yes, you do. You've got alternate versions of um, you got Dr. Fate, Hawkman, Black Canary. These are characters that made it into present day Justice League. And, you know, it, it's it's just awesome. Now, I did have a couple of issues with this. I mean, it was kind of nonchalant, you know, with a death scene um, with our Flash, Barry Allen, you know, actually looking like he killed Brainiac. I mean, we all know that you can't really kill Brainiac. He's a machine. But it was rather gruesome how they handled the Brainiac situation between him and Superman. And it was like, okay, we did it. Let's take the hell off. And, you know, at screw cleaning up. I mean, I was like, mm, this is this is kind of funky how they did this. So, you know, it, it it is what it is. But Justice Society, World War II, the latest DC Universe animated feature is well worth watching. Alternate versions of Aquaman, Superman, Golden Age heroes all mixed together. You can't get better than this. And oh, I'm not going to go ahead and reference the you know what cut, but maybe, maybe this, maybe, maybe Zack Snyder needs to go over to the animated side of Warner Brothers and have them animate his vision. Because I think this would be the perfect outlet won't cost as much money i mean it, hey give, if you want to give the people what they want but you don't want to you don't want to admit you're wrong Warner brothers this is how you do it okay put put it on that give it to the animation side and walk away i'm just i'm just putting it out there get your voice cast get ray fisher microphone you know wheel his microphone in and be like okay we ain't gonna give you another movie you know because you pissed us off hey give us hey give him a mic do a voiceover call it a day you know what i mean it is what it is but anyway that's it justice society world war ii it gets a solid a solid 4.7 on the going full nerd five point scale I mean, there's little minor things in it that kind of irked my nerve, but it's not even worth mentioning. Um, but, you know, hey, what? How, how much better can you get superheroes beating up Nazis? I mean, that's, that's just awesome. It's just awesome, awesome, awesome. I, You know, I think part of my issue with it was Aquaman should have been able to telepathically fight back just a little bit. Just a little bit more than what they showed in here. But, you know, you only got so much time and so much story that you could tell. So it is what it is. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Say it with your chest now. Say it with your chest now. I'm young. I'm free. Can't nobody.